Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 5, Karma Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Renunciation of Action. So we have seen so far that Bhagwan is slowly but surely taking us one step at a time in changing the way we think about ourselves. We have seen in Chapter 2, Bhagwan said, you are not this mortal being, you are immortal being. Yourself is imperishable, but you are identifying with this perishable body. Therefore, you have this fear of death. Therefore, you have all these sorrows and unhappiness. To overcome that, Bhagavan said, you can practice Karma Yoga. Right now, this identification with this limited self, if I want to transcend it to the unlimited self, Bhagavan said the first step is, perform Karma Yoga. And then he also glorified the renunciation in the same chapter, in the same breath. That once you renounce your agency, that you are the doer, then you will achieve that ultimate realization, the ultimate bliss. So Arjun started this chapter by asking question, which one is better for me? And Bhagwan, without any hesitation said, for you, Karma Yoga is good. Because one who is not established in this Karma Yoga, for him, sannyasa renouncing is very, very difficult. So, renouncing my actions is like renouncing everything that I own today. My actions are my assets and my liabilities. My good actions are my assets, and my bad actions or wrong actions are my liabilities. So when we think about renouncing something, what we typically want to do is renounce my liabilities, my bad actions. But I want to keep my assets, my good actions, and say, that's me. I perform those good actions, and I should be rewarded for them. But once in the sannyasis, you have to renounce both your assets and your liabilities. It is more like filing a bankruptcy. You're filing bankruptcy because you want to get out of your liabilities. But you can't just get out of liabilities unless you renounce your assets as well. And then bank will take over the assets, foreclose them, and pay your creditors. In a similar way, if you want to renounce this identification, then you have to give up all your good actions and also your bad actions. This is very difficult for us to understand. So Bhagavan said, therefore, you practice Karma Yoga first. First, give up the fruits of actions. Don't have the anxiety about the fruits. And then he said, take complete responsibility of your actions. Because no one else, even Bhagwan, is not involved in how you behave and how you act in this world. Up till now, I thought that Bhagwan is making me do this. What can I do? Bhagwan made me like this. What can I do? Bhagwan put me in this situation. What can I do? These are my limitations. 
all this I have thought that someone other than me has control over me. Someone other than me decided the way I am, the way I look, the way I behave, where my situations are. In the last three verses, Bhagavan changed that paradigm as well. He said, Na kartrutvam na karmani lokasya srujatim prabhu. The Lord, the Prabhu, the one who has the control over this loka, this world, he is not creating any actions or any agency. This agency which I have created, that I am the doer, is my own doing. Bhagwan did not create the ego in me. The ego that I have, that I am this limited being, I am the doer, aham kartru ahankar, that I am the doer, is my own doing. Bhagwan said, I did not create the ego. So, from our perspective, we can say, who is my Prabhu? Who is my God? Who has control over me? Prabhu is the one who has the pradhanya over me, one who has the lordship over me. The one who has the lordship over me is makes me who I am. That is my own consciousness. My consciousness makes me who I am, this living being, the living thinking being which I am is because of the consciousness functioning through me. Navadware pure the indweller in this body, the city of nine gates. We have seen the nine gates, seven intakes on my face and two outtakes on the lower part of my body. This city is controlled by, is ruled by the indweller in there. That indweller is my consciousness. As long as I'm conscious, I'm a living being. When the consciousness is gone, I won't be who I am. I'll be just a dead body. You'll get rid of it as quickly as possible. The Bhagavan said, that Prabhu is not making you do anything or creating any agency. Not even karma phala not even my actions with the results. The Lord has no part in it. But he said, Swabhava Everything is functioning as per the Prakriti. The Prakriti as the whole and also Prakriti of my own being. The nature of my body, nature of my mind, nature of intellect. That is creating all the assets and liabilities in my actions. And Bhagavan says, Na adate kasyachit papam. This consciousness, the Prabhu in me is not taking any any ownership of either the bad actions or good actions, the papa or punya. The impressions are forming on my mind. My conception of me is because of my perception through my senses. And therefore, the perception of papa and punya is also because of the impressions on my mind, but not on myself, not on my consciousness. My consciousness is not affected by any papa or punya, not affected by any bad action or good action performed by me. Agnanena avrutam gnanam. This knowledge about who I am is enveloped by ignorance. So how did that happen? He said, how can a knowledge be enveloped by ignorance? How can a light be enveloped by darkness? So it is something like this. The ignorance is beginningless. 
this knowledge is something which I can I can identify when I came to know. This ignorance about my own self is beginningless. I know when I started learning English. I know I was in fifth standard. My teacher was Mr. Kulkarni. My book was Deepak Reader. That's where I learned A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But I have no idea when my ignorance about Russian started. I was always ignorant about Russian and I still am ignorant about Russian. But once in this ignorance of yours about your own self is a vidya. Tena muhyanti jantavaha. As long as I considered myself to be a being, jantu is a being, that which has its own identity as an individual, an entity. As long as I identify with the limited self, ignorance takes over. Therefore, Bhagavan said, you have to get over this ignorance. How do I get over the ignorance? He said, Gnanena tu tad agnanam, esham nasitam atmanaha, tesam adityavad gnanam, prakashyati tatparam. So, antidote for ignorance is knowledge. Once this ignorance is destroyed by the knowledge, then that knowledge about my own self, the identity with my own self, will be revealed itself, just like the sunlight reveals the world as it is. It's very difficult for us to understand that the knowledge I had once before, that I always knew I am the Satchidananda, but then it gets veiled. That veiling came when I identified with this limited self. Once I identify with this limited self, this consciousness which I have is now identifying with the limitations and not its own self. That knowledge that I am the universal self is the quest to achieve that knowledge, moving this identification with limitedness to that universalness is the quest in life. Once that happens, instantaneous knowledge, tatparam, all I have to do is purify my mind and intellect so it does not get diluted by the impression which is forming on my mind of the sense objects and the interactions with the sense objects and my senses. Once you achieve that knowledge, this ignorance will go away. If I take a nap during a daytime and I draw all the curtains, I make the room pretty dark and then I went to sleep. When I woke up from my nap, I'm completely confused whether it is a day or it is night. I lost the track of time. I forgot that I was during daytime I was taking a nap. So now I can't figure out whether it is night or day. Then suddenly I see a ray of light coming from a slit between the curtain and the window. Once I open the curtains, I realize there is a sun shining outside. That sun will reveal instantaneously that it is a day and not a night. That effort which I have put in following the ray of light and then finding the source of light made me realize what the reality is. Bhagavan said, you are constantly experiencing the presence of your consciousness. 
you know you exist. You exist in your waking state. You exist in your dream state. You also exist in your deep sleep state. That existence is your consciousness. Once you focus on that consciousness, then you will be able to identify yourself with your real self. And for that, Bhagavan has given us this exercise that while you are doing anything, pralapan, swasan, asnan, while you are talking, all that is happening, you consciously think that I am not the doer. Because you identify that the actions which I perform from my body, thoughts which I think are through my mind, you localize them where the actions are taking place, then you watch them as a third party. Just as you watch other people's actions as a third party, that's good, that's not good, you shouldn't have done that. Our children, we are very good judge of what they are doing right or wrong. When it comes to us, it is very difficult. Therefore, Bhagavan said, you become third party observer for yourself. That everything that is happening is happening by a third party agency. It's like I have contracted this body, mind and intellect to do things and they are doing them. If I do that exercise, Bhagavan said, you will know that tat buddhayaha, tat atmanaha, tat nistaha, tat parayanaha, gacchanti apunaravrittim gnana nirdhuta kalmishaha. Remember tattvamasi? We had been talking about tvam all this time. We have talked about Tvam from chapter 2nd to chapter 5. Up till now we have been talking about Tvam. Bhagwan is now gradually shifting us to think about Tat, which is Satchitarananda, which has complete bliss, ever-existing, all-knowing. That's what I want to be. I don't want any limitations. Give me unlimited wealth, unlimited power, Bhagavan said, now focus on that. Tat buddha yaha. This buddhi is the only thing I have right now to think about what is right and wrong. Who I am is also I'm thinking through my buddhi. My accomplishments, my liabilities, my shortcomings. He said, now focus on that, that which is enabling you to think. And thus you yoke your intellect in that, tat that thou art. You are that. Right now thinking about you only. Now you think about that. Completely immerse your intellect in thinking about that. Everything you do, think about how that is involved in all these activities. Tat buddhaya. Engage your intellect in that supreme self. Tat atmanaha. Identify your own ego as that. That which I consider I, right now I'm identifying with this is me, I'm short, I'm powerful, I'm, I'm, I'm dumb, because I'm comparing myself with others. If the people around me are taller than me, I'm short. People around me are smarter than me, I'm dumb. People around me are happier than me, then I'm unhappy. Bhagavan said, no, identify yourself, atmanaha, that which you consider yourself with that. Nistaha, then firmly established in that self. That there is nothing but that self which makes me do what I am doing. Tat parayanaha. 
Parayanaha is the higher goal. Make that your higher goal. I right now also have a goal. How much money I should have during my retirement? What will I do after my retirement? Those are the normal goals we have. I want to retire, give up this profession, then I'll be traveling all around the world. But once it's parayanaha, make that is your goal. No matter wherever you go, think about His presence only. Gachanti apanaravrittim. If you shift your attention from Thwam to Tat, you will go to that place where you never have to come back. Every vacation that I have taken, I have gone there, but I have to come back as soon as the vacation is over. He said, this will be a vacation, you never have to come back. Go there to that place, you will never come back. In other words, this identification with this ego will not take place again. Once you are identified with the self, this ego will merge into it. The ego will not have any existence of its own. You will not consider yourself to be a unique being that has to fight with this world outside constantly. Gachanti apunaravrutthim. This coming and going of your ego will stop. Gnana nirdhuta kalmashaha. That will happen because you will be cleansed of your sins. Your sins will be wiped away by the knowledge. The knowledge of yourself. All the things which are dreamt in my dream, I had association with it as long as I was in my dream. But as soon as I wake up, I have no part of that dream. So the same way when I identify with the Supreme Self, all the things I considered as my liabilities is no longer my liabilities. Because I was not the doer. And therefore, Gnana Nirdhada Kalmashaha. Just the knowledge that I am not the doer will release you from all your liabilities and your assets. And therefore, Bhagavan said, Vidya Vinay Sampanne Brahmane Gavi Hastini Shunicha Eva Swapakecha Panditaha Samadarsinaha. Panditaha, those people who have realized that this self is the same self in all beings. There is no individual self in me, then you have yours and he has hers. Self is one. The manifestations are many. As many equipment are there in my house, electricity will manifest and that many manifestations. Heater is not light bulb and light bulb is not air conditioner. But all of them are enabled by the electricity provided by dominion power in my house. Bhagavan said, once you realize that all beings in this entire jagat, they are enlivened by this consciousness, which is all-pervading. It is like the space. The space is unlimited in our universe. It's all-pervading. The consciousness is something like that, all-pervading. Everything is happening within the space. The consciousness is all-pervading. Everything happening in this consciousness, when I realize that, then I realize that all the manifestations are the same. Either Vidya Vinaya Sampanne Brahman, a very high caste Brahman who has the knowledge and also humility. So he is not an arrogant Brahman. So he is the most evolved in the society. Then Gavi, cow, and Hastini, elephant, and Shuni, 
a dog in Swapaka. Swapaka is the dog eater. One who cooks dog meat is Swapaka. The person is outcast. So it tells you a little bit about our society. People who are outcasted, they had no other means to survive but eat something which other people won't eat. Swapaka, who is not accepted in the society, the lowest in the society. So you can see in the human society, the lowest in the society and the highest in the society, the Gnani knows that they both are enabled by the same consciousness. So is in the animal kingdom. Cow is the most sacred of the animals and dog is the most hated animal in India, not here. But in that society, dog was the most unclean and cow is considered most sacred. You see, even in those animals, the Gnani sees the same consciousness functioning through them. So, he is Samadarsinaha. He sees equality in this diversity. That does not mean that he treats them equally. He treats them as they deserve or they should be, but he sees a commonality in them and therefore respects them all. If I have a box of jewelry, or maybe a woman has a box of jewelry, and you have bangles and earrings and necklace, you don't take the necklace and put it on your feet, or take the earrings, put it on your neck. You know the necklace goes where the necklace should go, and earring goes where the earring should go, but I realize they're all made up of gold. So Bhagwan said, Samadarshi, one who has achieved the state, of equal vision, he sees something common, a common thread in all manifestations. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmaya richmond.org thank you om sarve bhavantu sukina sarve santu niramaya sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag om shantihi Shanti, Shanti, Hari Om, Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha, Hari Om.